0: And I think we're going to start it today.
1: Yes. That new series I would like to call Perfect Moments. Mm. So what do I mean by perfect moments? What do I mean by perfect moments is a short 30-second clip of a particular scene or stunt, anything that's relevant to the character uh, character building in the film. So anything that insinuates development or gives vast knowledge on a character in this short amount of time.
0: Sweet. And when you first mentioned this to me, I didn't know what I was going to do. I'm like, uh, because you're a lot more of a film buff than I, and you like remember everything. I don't. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But I was like, let me just take the safe route, watch a movie that I know is great and just revisit it. And so I chose Ghost in the Shell for my episodes. Oh yeah, just, these are going to be short, right? Gonna be- yes, these
1: are going to be shorts. They're not going to be an hour-long analytical talk about the the nature of the character with the environment, with the music. No. This is specifically character-driven moments.
0: Right. So we're, we're talking about perfect moments. We're going to make them short episodes. Like the moment itself. Exactly. So this may be a little longer since we had this little intro thing, but other than
1: that, let's get into it. So yeah, so today will be your pick, again, Ghost in the Shell. Great movie. Uh, what year did it come out? 1998?
0: 1995, actually.
1: 1995. Yeah,
0: the manga's from a little earlier, but 95 was um, when the movie came out in Japan, I believe.
1: Breakthrough film for American audiences in terms of anime coming over overseas to America. I think it's one of the originators to bring that into America, or at least bringing it into a mainstream view to the audience
0: so the cool thing about this particular scene is for someone who's never seen the movie it starts off like the movie itself the first 20 minutes are this badass secret service kind of like hidden government like um death squad basically like some crazy chick getting naked and jumping off a building and shooting a guy and then like people chasing, you know, like some hacker dude and shooting and all these cool scenes. It feels like some crazy action movie. It's going to be a sweet movie. It's a very flashy film. It is definitely a very flashy film. It's beautifully animated. It's when stuff was still hand drawn, I believe. Yes. But um, there's definitely a nice difference there between, you know, the very clean look of anime today, which is not bad, but there's definitely a difference there
1: well now there's more use of cgi i believe because hand uh hand-drawn stuff takes up way a oh, lot yeah. more time oh yeah well proof of work baby proof of work anyway so
0: the cool thing about this particular scene it's the moment in the movie where the switch flips where it stops being it's still an action movie but it stops being just an action movie for the the viewer And it becomes a lot deeper and more philosophical. They start exploring the different ideas that will be the center of the story
1: and the center of the main character. So just a quick summary. The reason why you pick this as your favorite moment is because this is the pinnacle moment where the tone of the movie kind of shifts. Exactly. At the beginning, again, if you're a new person, you're coming into this thinking this is going to be an action thriller but now it's become more of a philosophical, suspenseful film.
0: Right, so I've encapsulated it into this short 33-second clip, and let me just play it, and then I'll talk about it.
1: Use H.V. bullets in one of these things. Oh, yeah. It's no use arresting me. I'm not talking to any goddamn cops. Talk? And just what are you going to talk about? You don't even know your own name, you stupid dickhead.
0: So this scene, it's they're chasing this hacker, and then it's this badass scene. If you ever seen this movie, or like where the the the, the Majors is fighting this guy, kicking his ass completely. And then once he's wiped out on the floor, he says that line, like, "Oh, I'm I'm never gonna talk. You know, I'm never gonna talk. I'm not gonna talk to you guys." And Bato just basically tells him, like, What? What, what do you have to say? You have no idea who you even are, and." Th- they really center in on the hacker looking at him. and then, like you see this like blank look on his face, and he's just staring into the into the camera uh, for, for 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 lack of a better word. And then he looks down as 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 Bato says that. and then the major starts saying, how, do you even remember any childhood memories or your mother's name or all these things that like, no matter who you are, what you've been through in this world, everyone remembers your name. Everyone remembers. Childhood memories or something like these things that make us human this guy is realizing like it's He can't Conjure it up. It's not there And it's just such a sweet scene. Let me finish off um, uh, the rest of the clip
1: Can you remember your mother's name or what she looks like or how about where you were born? Don't you have any happy childhood memories? Do you even know who you are?
0: And he's just staring off into the screen and really into the audience and it's like it's kind of like you were saying earlier like the director is talking to the audience and it's not just a film about the the main character but it's really kind of having having you question yourself and like you know like what and it makes more sense as the movie goes on because they start explaining more about ghost hack humans how basically a hacker breaks into someone's brain you know into their ghost or spirit their soul whatever you want to call it and manipulates the memories well if someone you know changes your memories and makes you think you know you used to have kids and a wife and all this stuff but then that's not true then you know like how does that make you feel like completely violated like your very like inner core of who you are who you thought you were is not real so what is real
1: like what am i i like to say this film it has the common trope of a lot of cyberpunk-esque stuff, which made this a trope. Like, this is one of the films that put in these tropes for cyberpunk. And one of those tropes is questioning your humanity. And one of my favorite films, Blade Runner, it's kind of the opposite, where they implant memories into androids so that they can control them. While in Ghost in the Shell, it's a literal controlling, like literally controlling in the sense of they're being like essentially a puppet master. And they're forcing them to bend to their will. So it's two different levels of control with two different methods of using memory. So I just like to point that out to showcase how, again, Ghost in the Shell, Blade Runner, and... um. Other sci-fi or cyberpunks as film, they have that trope of questioning your own humanity and a director's love doing that, pointing the question back at you. right because the
0: overarching um, arching idea is that electronics and is exceeding at a crazy rate faster than we've ever imagined so, at one point, are they going to take over us? Like, I was listening to this this one live album, 1973. Uh, Rasan Roland Kirk, amazing freaking uh, saxophone player. He plays like three saxophones at the same time. It's nuts. You got to check it out. But he's a bit of a comedian too. Like, um, he, um, he would like have the whole thing going, and he would like get with his like political views, and he's just trying to get like the, the whole audience going. And he's like making this joke. Um, you know, like a lot of you spent. A lot of time plugged in you know you got to plug in for this and that soon if you're not careful they're gonna have to plug you in just to make love and the audience laughs or whatever and this is 1973 he's saying this you know like <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: he's absolutely fucking right and like you were saying like like this is um this is that that theme of, of cyberpunk yes i lost my train of thought hold on so yeah, so 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 the, 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 that's the whole idea. It's just then well, if we're slowly becoming more and more like computers, or computers are becoming more and more like us, at what point do they overtake us if they overtake us? And if you know if there's if they could think so much faster faster than us and everything, like what is really the difference? So that's the whole point of this movie. Um, she's still human because they used human brain cells, but the rest of her body is not. so at what point you know at, at what point is she? a cyborg
1: and what point is she not but yeah. i won't get
0: too deep into that because we had a whole episode on the ghost of the show
1: anyway <laughs> i just want to quickly explain that too um about the human-esque nature of like major kuturagi and how her he she herself is uh, a duality of that thought of when are you human and when are you a robot or an android what she is and that's why it's not part of your perfect moment but one of my favorite moments in this film in particular is the end when she goes into a childlike body and it's essentially her being reborn and she's not and it's not even reborn she merged with another being and now this new being is going to experience life and that's just a part of it again great film great film great philosophical film that everybody should see
0: right there's a line that when they're interrogating the the the, the, the garbage guy and major's kind of just like staring off in into the screen into into them into the mirror and the two-way mirror and the two-way mirror and she's really looking even though she's listening to interrogation she's really looking into her own depths really into her own ghost and, and Bato is saying, that's all it is, information. Even a simulated experience or a dream is simultaneous reality and fantasy. So it's, you know, um, it's he's trying to say, like, memories are just information. And it's just, like, when you think about it, like, that's how humans, like, that's how we have all this. That's how we have culture. Because we pass on information. We, we, we pass on memories. How to do this or how to do that or, you know, whether, like, how to shoot an arrow, or how to cook, or how to skin a rabbit, or something, and we pass on this information, these these memories, and you remember. You're without that, like that's what makes us human. So, and then you're you mentioning the the puppet master. Well, this is something that was not human, but basically has been surfing the web, taking in a bunch of information, 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 better than any human can, and then now. He thinks he's human he says he's um um he's sentient but then like oh you're not fucking human you're you know you're uh, you're a program but can you really argue that he's not human yeah you know like that one thing that makes us human he has And then uh, like you said in the end he merges with the major yeah and now he somewhat becomes human
1: <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna comment on that very quickly um and we're coming up on the run here yeah Just very quickly, um, to my answer to that, with the experiences, as you said, it's all just information. But even the sentient AI realizes the thing he needs to be able to get close, not become human, but get a little bit closer, is experience. he
0: He said he needs death. He needs to experience death and to have offspring.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like the very basics, right? because those are the extremes right but I think more of like when you say you know human culture like throughout human culture it's just spreading information but there's also like like a quick summarization of like uh storytellers using using music and they have to they have to, f- showcase the emotions of these characters and stuff when they tell these stories Absolutely. Absolutely. to pass it down and experience is a very important part and it's
0: never i'm glad you mentioned that because it's never a perfect copy
1: yes it's never you know
0: it's always the the telephone game things are going to get changed emotions are going to be put into it different stories all, all depends on on the context on the culture um that's why we have these these hero myths and all these different stories that Pervade through all the different cultures and they have their own little flavor to them. Um when uh, Project 2501, what's his name? Uh the, the puppet master was was talking to Kusanagi how he wants to experience death and have offspring. She says, But you can easily make copies of yourself. It's like, well, that's not the point, because you know, like copies is just like an exact perfect copy. It's not what I want. Like, like it's different when like you and I like come together and then emerge into something new like i can't do that by myself that only comes through with um through for us really sex yeah but for him because we're
1: exchanging this the um the chromosomes right and that's what is needed because his argument was well she says you could just make a copy of yourself but he's saying well that's the problem i'm making a copy of myself right i'm not trying to make a copy of myself i'm trying to make something new
0: right emergence
1: yes All right,
0: so that was my perfect moment And I think that scene was perfect Because this is really where it starts opening up The rest of the movie and then the next time you watch it You realize they're slowly Putting these little like Hints about where the movie's going And every time the major's kind of Just staring off you think she's she's An emotionless fucking Machine but she's not She's really contemplating her own existence.
1: If anything, you could look at it. She's dealing with some form of like existential crisis.
0: Exactly. She says, John Paul, start
1: up her ass. And again, great film. Check it out if you can. And that's the perfect moment.
0: All right, guys. So. Thank you for joining us for this short episode. Thanks. Audio ghost stop Miami. Check us out. Send us some love.
1: Say hi. Peace.